That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host James Dempsey. Hey, James, how are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Gene. I'm doing all right today, and I've done a quick glance version of my weekly review. Well, that makes sense to me, James, because I know you've been traveling, so good for you. And uh, in my case, I have done my weekly meow, which I was, when I first got ready to record, I thought, oh, shoot, I haven't had time to do a weekly review. But then I remembered that... um a few days ago, I said to myself, I I need to get a handle on things, and I think the best way to do that is a weekly meow. So that's working pretty good. Um, I guess we should switch over to the weekly to-do. Yes, that sounds great. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Well, James, uh, what was your weekly to-do last week, and did you do it? Mine was to go through my backlog of physical inbox and email inbox, and I got pretty good progress on the physical inbox, not so good progress on the email inbox. So it's... uh, a, a partial, partially done, but um, <laughs> but I did the physical stuff was a little more important because I knew there were a couple things in there like renewing my car registration that I had to find and take care of. So those got taken care of. So that's good. Well, that's that's really great. Um, and while I agree that uh, it would be nice to also have digital mail sorted away. We we have a long history <laughs> of having possibly too much email in our inboxes. Whereas when you let that physical mail pile up, it gets it just it 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 has a bad effect on the overall physical environment. So good for you. Um, my weekly to do was to um to cancel some accounts at Capital One. And I didn't do that um, mainly because I've noticed that I'm still thinking over the bigger plan of, you know, which bank accounts I want to keep open. And so I am not going to do a good job in a phone call with somebody (laughs) if I'm not feeling 100% sure I know what I want. That's true. So I, I have postponed that. But I certainly have been busy in the last week, and I've got a lot of other things done. So I don't feel this one 
weekly to do that I still haven't done is indicative of my inability to get things done because it's, I've gotten a lot of things done. So, or not done <laughs> in that case. I think, uh, you and I have been, uh, chatting about a big issue I have had the last, this, this week, all week. Um, yes. <laughs> and I thought, um, maybe we would talk about that this week and, you know, in general, which is, uh, or we would talk about what I could have done differently to help ease the uh, stress of what has been a total MacBook Pro problem that I have not been able to solve and, and is kind of important. It is the ability to record audio. <laughs> um, I record a lot of audio and not just record to um, use the audio inputs on the Mac. They just seem to be blocked for some reason. And I have, you know, I don't want to get into all of that because it's still an ongoing story. Um, I do have an appointment with the Apple uh, Store Genius Bar later after we record, and I'm be really curious. And I have talked to pretty much all of my friends <laughs> who might have any insight on how to troubleshoot this. So I feel I've done everything I can to solve it myself. So we'll see what happens next. But but one of the things that you and I have been talking about is uh, backups, not just digital backups. That's right. Um, well, because you had a, as a podcaster, you had a significant hardware issue <laughs> crop up earlier this week. Um, and uh, it, well, it was a microphone issue, yes? I thought it was a microphone issue. That, oh, and then it, what happened? Um, it, well, it, so <laughs> so you thought it was a microphone issue. So I was thinking having a backup microphone might be good, but if there's an audio issue with your MacBook Pro, that's a little pricier to have a backup for <laughs> a physical backup for. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, yeah, I had no way of knowing that it wasn't the microphone and. Um, basically I could not get my regular podcasting microphone to record on Sunday night. And it was, uh, I was supposed to record with a panel of my podcaster friends at the incomparable. And, um, that was very painful to me to have to let everybody down, especially when I thought, why don't I have a backup microphone? And, I I can tell you from this point on, I will always have a backup microphone because that just makes sense um, given the number of hours that I use the microphone and also the situations that I use it in, which is almost always, um, you know, in conjunction with other people. So other people are relying on me to show up with a microphone and I can't, um, I can't take that lightly. I don't think I was taking it lightly. I just, in my mind, I thought, hmm, the microphone that I've had now for five years might fail at some point. I'll just buy another one. And that's all I thought of. I didn't think like, well, of course it's going to fail right when you need it. Not, you know, it's not going to come and tap you on the shoulder one day and say, 
I'm ready to fail. You should go and buy a new microphone now. (laughs) So having a backup of a critical piece of equipment um, is, I beat myself up a lot um, when I thought it was the microphone because I thought, who doesn't have a backup of their most important piece of equipment, except for, you know, aside from the computer. But as uh, a couple of friends pointed out to me, um, well, yes, in theory, you could always think ahead and be prepared for everything, but not everything. Something is always going to go wrong. You're not going to think. And so, you know, it's it's not a realistic expectation to um, be able to think ahead and plan for the future all the time. But that being said, now I have three microphones. <laughs> I, I I decided to try a new microphone, the, uh, the Shure MV7. A lot of people recommended that. And um, But before the new microphone even came, I for some reason I decided to sit down and test the audio on the machine anyway in the most basic test, which is using QuickTime built-in recording software with the built-in microphone on the MacBook Pro and nothing recorded. And then I got a really big pit in my stomach of like, that can't be right. I must be doing something wrong. So... Anyway, that it was right. It is working. I've verified it with a couple of people uh, screen sharing that I am not losing my mind. Um, the Mac is definitely not recording. Or even, you know, I couldn't even use it with Zoom, except with Bluetooth earbuds, like Air, AirPods or AirPods Max. So anyway, that is all. Troubleshooting hell details was not what we wanted to talk about, but more generally, what are the important backups to have? Um, Obviously, having a backup of your data is important, and I do have that. And in fact, I'm running an old MacBook Pro that I I ungifted (laughs) from my brother-in-law. I will give it back to him eventually, but uh, old MacBook Pro, I'm running it off of my backup of my new MacBook Pro, the clone, super-duper clone. So that's good. I think there was a point in time in the past where I wouldn't have had even that, so I'm making progress. But but you and I were talking about what, what should we have backups of? I mean, what do you have, James, besides the obvious multiple backups of your, of your MacBook Pro and your, your data? Um, that's a good question. Well, one thing people have always mentioned that if, if you find a pair of shoes you really like, mm-hmm. buy, buy two at least. <laughs> um, just cause sometimes you get that exact fit or that exact style and then they discontinue it and, you know, shoes yeah. can last a long while, but, um, having that, having a backup pair of shoes can be good. Um, uh well uh always bring an extra set of guitar strings or ukulele strings if you're performing um so that's definitely another backup um see what other backups do i have um 
That reminds me of uh, a moment where I didn't have a backup <laughs> uh, doing a show back when I had a band. And the, the pedals uh, died because the batteries ran out. Now you can plug those pedals in to power, but I also was too green to know that that was really important. I just had always used them with batteries. But did I have backup batteries? Nope. So if you have something that runs on batteries and it's important, you need to have batteries on hand at home and traveling. Yes, absolutely. Um, backup batteries, backup uh, cables. Yes. Because um, sometimes the, you know, your chart, like you have the charger, you have the phone, but something goes crazy with the charging cable and it breaks. Mm. Um, so just maybe bringing a second cable. Um, of course, all of this bulks up your travel. Um, so, yeah. uh, and also, you know, odds are you might be able to buy those things if you do run out of them. Um, but in general, I guess anything that's, uh, crucial or critical for your day-to-day operation i mean it's hard to have a spare refrigerator um, <laughs> but um you know as somebody who like i do make my living through my mac mm-hmm. um so i do have more than one mac um and that can be you know over time maybe you just keep an old one around when you get a mm-hmm. new one um but having some way to get operational again. And for me, it's kind of like for particular things, what, what's the minimum it's going to take for me to be up and running again? Um, and I actually did, did myself in on a physical, on a, on a, on a digital backup problem. Um, which is over the summer, I was going to install the, Mac OS beta on my laptop mm-hmm. and I did it, I did it on the Mac mini that I have and that was all fine. And you know, it asked me what, what, uh, drive I wanted to install on and everything. And then I did it on my MacBook Pro and it didn't ask me. <laughs> like I swear it did not ask me. And so it just over installed the beta over my main operating system. Oh no. Which is not what I wanted at all. Um, so. I retroactively backed everything up using Carbon Copy Cloner. <laughs> um, and then, you know, because there's no way to revert. So I was pretty much stuck, and I hadn't done a backup before because, you know, mm-hmm. I had just done it on the Mac Mini. It worked fine. Everything was going to be perfect. But I was now – and I was so mad at myself because I just <laughs> basically, you know, screwed myself out of a day and a half of getting uh-huh. back set up. Um, so I backed everything up, you know, all the stuff. And fortunately, you know, this, this, uh, I had only gotten this MacBook, uh, a few, like, I already had like a backup of everything from my previous MacBook Pro, which is, you know, that from November. So worst case, like there was six months of stuff that I might not have, um, Mm -hmm. But it wasn't a very productive six months, so I didn't care that much. Um, but I backed everything up and then, but I had to do like the full reinstall of the, of everything. And so one thing that I do have and have been maintaining is a checklist of, uh, 
um, the things I need to do to set up a new Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like get, you know, it's it, it's essentially all of the preferences that I always go through because uh, I like like touch to tap or tap to yeah me too tap to click. I like three finger drag. I like these particular settings in the Finder. I like this like so rather than try to remember them every time, I I have a checklist and then how to get my development environment set up again. Um, and so sometimes a backup is it's good to have a physical backup but sometimes it's good to have a checklist right yeah. like a like the get back and up and running procedure so that way like if you happen to have a new mac right that you a bar like you're a lender um and you put your stuff on it what's the minimum you have to do to get back and up and running for the things that you need to get done um and since I think at first I had to do development immediately, that's the first thing I focused on. But then getting all the stuff that I usually need for podcasting, like install logic and that I had to, that I all did second, like I could defer it, but, um, it was, it was nice to have that kind of recovery checklist. Um, in addition, for some reason, I don't trust just taking a carbon copy clone and putting it back and assuming everything was exactly the way it was. For some <laughs> reason, that's it. That's always just like, it, yeah, probably. But somehow I just always want to reset it up again. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's, uh, that's one area where, um, not only having the, like the actual stuff as a backup, but also having kind of the the plan of what to do, how to get back to a workable state as a backup, yeah, as part of the backup solution. That's a great idea, and something that struck me today when I um, last night I borrowed this MacBook Pro, my old MacBook Pro. I I went over to my sister's and I picked it up, and I thought, good, I have a computer I know works. Because I tested it already with a microphone. But then for recording this morning, it just, you know, I sat down. I'm like, well, it works, but it doesn't have my stuff on it now. I'm used to things being, you know, right at my fingertips that I don't really have to think about. And so getting my notes from drafts, um, how, you know, how am I going to do that on a computer that doesn't have drafts or my account number? It's not impossible, but it just required me to think that through. Also, um, the software for recording and um, audio hijack, for example, I'm using it, but I'm not using it with my preferred uh, setup because um, I have, you know, worked on this setup over the years and I, it has a lot of, uh, nuances to it. And I don't have time for nuances this morning. But if I had thought about it, I I know that there's a way to get, you know, a setting, a saved session. So that sort of a template, a session template um, from one Mac to another, because I did it when I got my new Mac. So I'm sorry I hadn't been taking notes when I was doing all this. But as soon as we get off the phone, I'm going to make some notes um, about that for sure. Um, making certain that making certain that um, there are things if I want them to be available are in iCloud 
for example. So, Right, absolutely. And the other thing I have noticed over the years is that with more and more things being in the cloud, um, it's less like there are a lot of things that you don't have to like manually move from computer to computer. It kind yeah. of follows follows you around. Um but there's plenty of stuff that still still needs to be um brought over and then you know the the particular set of apps that you use and all that good stuff. Yeah. I guess the other is not necessarily having a backup for like I need to have a second microphone or so it's uh having a plan like here are six people I could borrow a microphone from if it mm-hmm. came to it or like having like the having the contingency plan maybe thought about a little bit even if it doesn't uh even if it doesn't require you to have additional physical stuff right um, like you, and now, now you have like now that it's happened once, you're like, oh, I probably have a contingency plan <laughs> ongoing that I could I could borrow this. Um, yeah, that's true. And it's also the case if you do borrow, um, you can also set up a separate user on yes. the same machine and set it up the way you like with your Apple ID, and then once you're done, you can delete the user, and then it's. Uh, pretty much like you never were on the device. There's probably some vestigial things somewhere, but mm-hmm. um, for the most part, it, it operates as if you were never even there. So that can be even less, potentially less disruptive. But then I don't think you can use carbon copy cloner or uh, something like that to restore the device. Mm-hmm. You'd be more setting up your user from scratch yeah. and then maybe pulling over the files that you need immediately. Yeah. And I wanted to go back to one of the physical items you talked about because I had an interesting experience with this, which is cables. Yes, having a backup cable is really great. You have to test it first. (laughs) It's not a backup if it doesn't actually work. Um, But yeah, for my old ATR microphone, it had, you know, it's a USB mic, but the connection on the microphone itself is like that old-fashioned chunky mini USB. I don't know what the technical term is, but they're much thinner now, but kind of like what hard drives used to use as well. Um, they're a little more squared off uh, USB connections, and I don't have a lot of those cables. <laughs> I don't even know what I have, and it gave me pause because when... Uh, I mentioned that I have been reading a book called Work Clean, uh, What Great Chefs Can Teach Us About Organization. And to be honest, I have been kind of getting tired of the book, so I'm about halfway into it. And I like hearing stories about chefs and kitchens, but I don't like listening to this guy talk about offices and what you should do. He's uh, He's a little too confident in his ability to tell you what to do. And what checklists to have, like, that gets on my nerves, obviously, because I'm not good at following them anyway. <laughs> but uh, I, I was, a, I, I decided I'm going to stop listening to this book. Because in terms of physical space, I'm pretty uh, clutter free. My kitchen looks good. <laughs> my, my countertops, I'm, I'm in a lot better shape than I used to be. 
um, when it comes to that. And, and of course, the, the, the concept the book is all about is mise en place, which is the French term for kitchens of everything in its place, basically. And so then when this microphone, when I thought it was dead and I needed to find a cable to test to see if it wasn't, I was like a crazy person, you know, pulling cables and doodads and stuff out of boxes that I thought I had organized, but I hadn't organized them well because the mise en place would be that I know exactly where I have a cable of that type and I know it works. And so I felt like a chapter out of his book because he does sort of describe people going crazy when they don't work um, clean and um, that is one upshot, upside of the whole experience is that as soon as I get my MacBook fixed, I am going through all the cables again. I'm going to really label them, not just group them together in plastic bags. <laughs> and also make sure they work. And if they don't work, or if I don't know if they work, then I'm throwing them away. So that, Yes, that's a... And, uh, Mise en place, the, the, like there's mise en place where everything's at its place. Like there's mise en place when you know you're not mise en place. The worst <laughs> is when you, when you think you're mise en place <laughs> with something and then you're not, which yeah. is what just happened to me. Uh, came to 360 iDev, um, and we did a breakpoint jam. Yay. Um, and Gene, I'm sorry you couldn't join us this year, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Sure. So, I had, you know, I knew exactly where all the chord charts were and the the sheets for clicking through the slides and everything. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly where they were, and I went to pack it, and I looked through it like, this isn't what I thought it was at all. <sighs> oh, no. So a little bit of panic, and um, panic at the disco. Um, <laughs> and um, But finally, I, it, it turns out there was enough in there that I could – I got what I needed, but it was, I thought I had everything well arranged and then it, it wasn't. So that was a uh, faux, faux mise en place. Would that faux, faux mise en place, mise pas en place. That's what I Excellent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. Little, you know, music, I think the music uh, and technical uh, endeavors have a lot of little things that, should be um should be organized um if you really want to find them when you need them <laughs> uh well James probably should wrap this up cuz i know you're still in denver and uh will be winging your way home later today i need to get my act together so i can go to the apple store all prepared and calm um with my macbook pro and um, try to have a good experience there. So if you don't have anything else to add, I say we wrap this one up. I uh, know. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Well, listeners, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, especially I'd love to hear your stories of how you cope with these uh, backup pieces of equipment or, or accessories or things that you know you have to have. And what your plans are if you don't have a backup. Uh, we could all learn from you. So anything you want to share, 
you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and on Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. Or email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would really be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it helps us be happy to see ratings and reviews. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all in the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming We'll